Everybody knows because Trisha Getting was in the nurse's office with him when he took the leap. She was on the other cot, behind a paper curtain, faking her period to get out of a pop quiz in perspectives on Eastern Civ. She said she heard the loud beep, but didn't think anything of it. When Trisha Getting and the school nurse found him on his own cot, they thought Griffin Wilson was the resuscitation doll everybody uses to practice CPR. He was hardly breathing, barely moving a muscle. They thought it was a joke because his wallet was still clenched between his teeth and he still had the electrical wires pasted to either side of his forehead. His hands were still holding a dictionary-sized box, still paralyzed, pressing a big red button. Everyone's seen this box so often that they hardly recognized it, but it had been hanging on the office wall, the cardiac defibrillator, that emergency heart shocker. He must have taken it down and read the instructions. He simply took the wax paper off the gluey parts and pasted the electrodes on either side of his temporal lobes. It's basically a peel-and-stick lobotomy. It's so easy a 16-year-old can do it. In Miss Chen's English class, we learned to be or not to be. But there's a big gray area in between. Maybe in Shakespeare times, people only had two options. Griffin Wilson, he knew that the SATs were just the gateway to a big lifetime of bullshit, to getting married in college, to paying taxes and trying to raise a kid who's not a school shooter. And Griffin Wilson knew that drugs are only a patch. After drugs, you're always going to need more drugs. The problem with being talented and gifted is sometimes you get too smart. My Uncle Henry says the importance of eating a good breakfast is because your brain is still growing. But nobody talks about how sometimes your brain can get just too big. We're basically big animals, evolved to break open shells and eat raw oysters, but now we're expected to keep track of all 300 Kardashian sisters and 800 Baldwin brothers. Seriously, at the rate they reproduce, the Kardashians and the Baldwins are going to wipe out all other species of humans. The rest of us, you and me, we're just evolutionary dead ends waiting to wink out. You could ask Griffin Wilson anything. Ask him who signed the Treaty of Ghent. He'd be like that cartoon magician on TV who says, Watch me pull a rabbit out of my ass. Abracadabra. And he'd know the answer. In organic chem, he could talk string theory until he was anoxic. But what he really wanted to be was happy. Not just not sad. He wanted to be happy the way a dog is happy, not constantly jerked this way and that by flaming instant messages and changes in the federal tax code. He didn't want to die, either. He wanted to be and not to be. But at the same time, that's what a pioneering genius he was. The principal of student affairs made Trisha Getting swear not to tell a living soul, but you know how that goes. 
The school district was afraid of copycats. Those defibrillators are everywhere these days. Since that day in the nurse's office, Griffin Wilson has never seemed happier. He's always giggling too loud and wiping spit off his chin with his sleeve. The special ed teachers clap their hands and heap him with praise just for using the toilet. Talk about a double standard. The rest of us are fighting tooth and nail for whatever garbage career we can get, while Griffin Wilson is going to be thrilled with penny candy and reruns of Fraggle Rock for the rest of his life. How he was before, he was miserable unless he won every chess tournament. The way he is now, just yesterday, he took out his dick and started to jerk off during morning roll call, before Mrs. Ramirez could hurry us through the S's and the T's. People were